Man, today was fun. I loved our Am I Wrong today. Yeah. It was such an interesting story about a girlfriend dancing with another guy. And you'll, I mean, you'll hear it, obviously, coming up. You're, maybe it's just me. I, I'm going to give you credit. A ripe banger. Yes, finally. I got one. <laughs> and you showed off your borderline yes. odd skills of knowing tones. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Good for you, though. Even I'm shocked by how good I was at that game. Anyway, that was called uh, Tough Tones. Yes. The sweeping game, the streets. Yes, the game that is sweeping the nation. And uh, you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something internally so they call us up so we can pass judgment on them. Uh, we have Catherine on the phone with us right now. Catherine, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Okay, so this is a situation. Um, I was out over the weekend with my boyfriend, and we've been dating for just over a year. Um, great relationship, very much in love, um, all things. So we went to this bar where we, you know, have been before and, um, my boyfriend does not like to dance, but I do. I love to dance. Um, so that night they were playing good music. So I went out on the dance floor and was just kind of doing my own thing, you know, whatever. Um, so as I was dancing, this guy comes up and starts dancing with me. Um, nothing like bad, like nothing like, I'm not talking dirty dancing here. Okay. Um, just like, you know, well, just dancing together, I guess. Okay. And, and, were, were any bar, were anybody, was he, was he like, did he have his hand on your hips or anything like that? Or was he just dancing no. in your vicinity? No. I mean, we were, you know, we were kind of interacting, but no, no like, touching or anything like that, mm. but just acknowledging, you know, that there's a person there, you're dancing opposite of them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, okay. I mean, I just like to do my own thing anyway. So I, you know, was out there on the dance floor, whatever, um, came back to get a drink, and my boyfriend was livid that that was happening. And really? I was like, what? What are you talking uh, about? Like, nothing happened. Well, I was literally just dancing. How long did the dance go on? Um, Maybe like two songs, you know. Maybe Jeez. I was out there for like two. But when he walked up, it was like two songs, you know. Um, but, oh. I mean, my it's kind of like, okay, if you were mad, why didn't you get your ass up and walk out on the dance floor and freaking dance with me then? Like, mm. how hard is this? I, I kind of you know see. Saying? Would you have kept the dance going with that other guy had your boyfriend not come out there? Oh, I thought. I he thought, didn't. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, okay. No, okay. No. Yeah, no, I'm saying if my boyfriend was so mad about it, why didn't he come out there? And that's what I told him. I was like, well, I wasn't, he wasn't touching me. There was no, like, weirdness. It was just dancing. And you just sat here and fumed about it. Like, I mean. If it was that big of a deal, you should have come out on the dance floor and claimed your property. I mean, <laughs> not on, on property, but you know what I'm saying? Like, claimed your place. That came out totally wrong. Was, was this a sock hop in the 50s? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I do. But like, I get it. I, I, I I'm on your boyfriend. Wrong. Dancing is so sensual. See, I'm the I'm the opposite. Like, I don't, I don't dance. dance. I don't dance. I think I think dancing is ridiculous. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> and so, like, if, if but I also would understand that if you wanted to go dance, go dance. And as long as y'all aren't out there, you know, being a two live crew video, how what do I care? I, I'm on the boyfriend's You're side. You're not leaving with the guy, right? I mean, he went home with your boyfriend, correct? Right. Of course. Well, it, it's like. It's a dance floor. People are dancing right. out there. Like, I wasn't soloing it on the dance floor. <laughs> like, is, is, he, I mean, is he still mad? Like, is he still mad these days later? I mean, he's kind of over it, but it kind of makes me, like, I'm still kind of mad about it. But he's <laughs> <mad> about it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I'm here. Like, I okay. just feel like I didn't do anything wrong. So... Well, That's a good one. this is good because I am interested to see where this one goes because I think Wood is on your side and I'm on your boyfriend's side. So now, mm. but it doesn't matter what we think anyway. Because what we're going to do now mm -hmm. is we're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls and all the texts that come in. And we'll find out, are you wrong for dancing with another guy on New Year's Eve? Okay, let's do it. All right, hold on a second, Catherine. But we already got calls and texts coming in on this one right here. Uh, how about this one uh, from uh, Crystal? My husband and I have the agreement since when we were dating, if he's not going to dance with me, 
Any other guy can. Oh, man, I hate that. I don't mind it. I hate that agreement. You, It's almost like right of first refusal. The fact that you're not going to go do anything about it, well, then wh- why not? Why can't I go do that? Uh, how about this other text? Would uh, she like him doing that with another girl? Interesting right? question there. My oh, wife man. would cut somebody. Uh, Brittany asked the same thing that Dana did there. But I'm such a good dancer, though. Uh, how about Rachel? No, he's in the wrong. She wanted to dance. He wanted to pout. If there was no touching, nothing inappropriate happened. He didn't do anything about it. How's she supposed to know that he was mad? All right. I'm on the boyfriend's fry from Brittany. So. All right. We got a lot of people sitting on hold here. We'll take one. Uh, we'll play a couple songs, grab some more calls, grab some more texts, try and help Catherine out. Would you have an issue with it? I don't know if I would take that lightly. I guess it all depends on if it was a slow dance or a tango or... <laughs> tango. <laughs> tango. Dirty dancing, are you saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, I draw the line of dirty dancing. How about a conga line? <laughs> <laughs> well, I might allow that. Okay. I mean, because my hands are on hips in a conga line. Right. There's a lot of physical touching in that. You know, you got a point there. No no Congo line. All right. Wow. It doesn't take much for you to reverse track there, huh? <laughs> uh, right. I just had to think about it for a while. Yeah. So what you're saying, Ron, is that if it's if it's probably not a good idea if it's slow dancing, if your bodies are touching, but it's okay if you're dancing in just the vicinity of each other? Right. Let's say a line dance. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, that works. I, I'd, go, I'd go with a line dance. A Dang. line dance. Boy, you're old-fashioned, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Kelly and Wood. If you're dating somebody, is it wrong to dance with somebody else? That's what Catherine wants to know. She's sitting on hold for Am I Wrong? On New Year's Eve, she didn't like slow dance with a guy, but they were dancing together. Her boyfriend had a problem with it. And uh, the text coming in here says, uh, Cindy says, I love dancing. My guy hates it. I'm on her side. I dance with both women and guys, whoever's on the dance floor. Hello. Uh, Alyssa says uh, she's not doing anything wrong. It's not like they were bumping and grinding. So, Hallie... That's messed up. Just seriously. That's it. Uh, Karna says, hey, heads up here. Uh, that's red flag. Trying to control relationships. Uh, a lot of people well, think Isn't that, a red too. flag dancing with other dudes when you're in a relationship? She wasn't dancing with other dudes. She was dancing and another guy came up to her. To me, she went out there. She was the one on the phone first. I'm not, I, I'm not trying to control anybody, but maybe just a little respect for the, our relationship. I will tell you this, man. I When I was a bouncer... One of the posts I would be up was watching the dance floor because we had so many fights starting on the dance floor. Right, yeah. And there was one guy. I used to call him the piranha, right? This dude showed up, was one of the first people in the building every night. He would sit on the railing, and if he saw some girl kind of dancing, boom, in the water. He would come up and just kind of shimmy up behind him. Dude was like a hunter. He was an old little pervert. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, right, as you well know this. <laughs> right. But still, like to me, I don't know. Like There's sometimes, what's she supposed to do? Just stop dancing? And that, Judy texts that in. What's she supposed to do? Quit dancing because he won't? Absolutely not. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Kimberly, on the flip side, I wouldn't want my husband dancing with another woman. Right. Not going to happen. But if Kimberly, if you're just sitting on the sidelines and say he wants to go dance, hey, Somebody's got to, every dance needs a partner. I don't, I don't know of any man on this earth, though, that would tell his wife or girlfriend, like, hey, I want to dance. She says no, and he just hits the dance floor by you. himself. Well, that's true. Because <laughs> you moonwalk away. Because I'm such a good dancer, though. Sorry, babe, the beat's got me. <laughs> yeah, the rhythm will get us all at some point. Uh, other ones, uh, how about Kayla? Good for the other one for shooting his shot. He saw a girl wanting to have a little bit of fun and appeared single. Her boyfriend let that happen. That's a different perspective. Uh, this is Shelly. In a relationship, you have no right to hold your partner back from doing what they like to do as long as it isn't crossing any lines. Okay. Hey, Polly, it's called blanking or getting off the pot. <laughs> don't want to dance? Then don't be mad and don't make issues with dancing when it's just dancing, not groping on the dance floor. All right. A lot of good, a lot of points there. Now, someone, uh, we have a woman sitting on hold who, who disagrees that it was okay. Hmm. What do you think she should have done? away from the guy. I think that when the guy comes up to you on a dance floor, there's a very intentional purpose there. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds you attract. He finds you attractive. He wants to get that sort of attention from you. And I think at that point, the decision is on you on what to do. He, you already know what he's doing. You're either going to feed into it or turn away from it. And I think that she needs to turn away from it. Yes. You're opening a door there. Dancing is very sexual. <laughs> It is. What the, it don't, is. It don't, is, yeah. Yeah, don't they always say, like, women love a guy who's good on the dance floor because they think it means he's good in the old, in the rack. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now it's it's not true in my case because I'm just saying, I've seen you dance. I won best dancer in high school, but I still think that was a. Pl- if a you joke. ask my wife, it doesn't translate. <laughs> All right, come on, we're getting we're getting oh, off track. Lock it up. But you think it was wrong? She should have turned away and walked away. Yes, I do think so. I, I, I also think that if there's alcohol involved, sometimes that gets a little bit delayed. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that sort of time frame, but ultimately, yes, it is on her to turn away. And I do think that he needs to express his feelings in a very um, verbal manner, not like putting her down for it, but saying like, hey, this is how that made me feel. Do you understand that? Would right. you understand that it's happened to me? how you would feel. That's a really good take on that. We appreciate the phone call. All right, let's keep them coming. We got to let Catherine know, is she wrong? Kelly and Wood in the morning. Every morning. I love you guys. Get out of bed. With Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, we got Catherine sitting on hold on New Year's Eve. She danced with a guy. And her boyfriend wasn't too happy about it because her boyfriend was sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't touch or anything like that, but they were dancing together. Mm-hmm. She wants to know, was she wrong? We got a lot of calls and texts on this one. How about this one flipping it around? Uh, my husband loves to dance. It's our buddy Dauber. Oh, yeah. Says, Sometimes I'd rather not, but he's always the life of the party, so he's always on the dance floor. I could care less who he's dancing with. I know he loves me, and he's having a good time. I like that. That's good. Uh, Gary, that's an insecure man. He was there watching. What's the big deal? Uh, Martin, Still. no problem with that. He's expecting her to never dance for the rest of her life unless she's doing it alone. That's stupid. Uh, how about this? I wouldn't mind as long as there was no touching and space in between. Siebert wants apparently space for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's a middle school dance. Uh, my husband's not a dancer, and he does not care if someone dances with me. This is a guy. It was uh, if this guy was touching her, being inappropriate, then he'd have a reason to be mad. It I don't know that he does. Depends on how much pelvic thrusting goes going on. Uh, how about Bethany? I don't think anyone's in the wrong. I think they both need to discuss what each other one's comfortable with, and I don't think anyone should give up what they love to do. That's a good take, actually. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. Or I, I, when I feel the beat, I often chair dance. Oh! And my guy just says, get out there. And so I can go ahead and drink my beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the guy who's given up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fighting it anymore. Just go ahead and go. Now, someone was saying that something like this happened to you and your friends? You know, I mean, that actually happened to um, a group of girls and I. We were at the press, and when it was still standing, upstairs dancing, and this guy takes off his leather belt and like starts like whipping it at us and like trying to reel us in and we're just a group of girls out having a girls night Mm -hmm. and you know i was the one that i was just like hey dude you know what we're all taken you can back off we had to get the bouncer involved i mean our our men weren't there but it was just kind of awkward has that Ever like worked? Said, has that ever know. worked for that guy in the past? I wonder. I can tell you, no. Is that what he's trying? I mean, to... it is a... oh. As someone who has tried the old belt lasso, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. percentage is low. <laughs> All right. We appreciate the call this morning, though. Uh, a lot of the texts are here, uh, I'm, I've kind of saved these here for last, because a lot of the people are saying, like, look, if it upsets your boyfriend then probably you are wrong. Not that you did anything wrong. Kind of like that one text there. Uh, Look, I don't think anyone's in the wrong, perhaps, but maybe you should be talking with him about all this because at the end of the day, if this is a relationship, you got to make everybody happy. Not to say that he has any control over you. You're not his property, as we you know discussed earlier. <laughs> well, that's what she said. Well, you know, but it, you know, I think at the end of the day, like just make sure that everyone's happy at the end of the day. Well, should we get uh, uh, Catherine back on the phone? Give okay. her judgment. All right, Catherine, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, and your judgment today. And am I wrong? A lot of people are siding with your boyfriend on this one. Oh, that is just ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, I, whatever. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Like, if that's what people think, that's what people think. But as far as I'm concerned, I did nothing wrong. Like, although my boyfriend will be so vindicated, he will (laughs) be shoving this in my face for ages, I'm sure. (laughs) But I don't know. Just Well, so, like, one of the callers there had a question about, like, you know, you guys aren't married. Do you think this is the guy? Do you think this is the one? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's where we're headed. Okay. okay. Well, then, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I can't remember how many silly arguments my wife and I have that, oh, in, God, that you yeah. never even remember. But on the flip side of that, if my wife was out <laughs> dancing with some other dude on the dance floor, 
man. Your wife open mouth kissed Pitbull. No, what? Right in front of you. How has this become? Oh my god. <laughs> well, now I need to clarify this story. Catherine, it wasn't an open mouth kiss, okay? okay. We were all posing for a picture with Pitbull, uh-huh. and he uh-huh. and my wife was my wife was dressed very sexy at the time. <laughs> And Pitbull, and we were only dating, and Pitbull leaned over and gave my wife a kiss on the lips. Yeah. Now, mm. I, I assume mouths mm-hmm. were closed. I assume. <laughs> Darling. Mm. You think Mr. Worldwide gives out pecs? No way, baby. This ain't about Pitbull. That's a tongue man. This ain't about Pitbull. Stop. And my wife, oh, yeah. and the fact that I wouldn't kiss her for six weeks after that. Because I was like, we're going to see if the uh, flowers are blooming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Either way, where were we at with this? <laughs> Antibiotics in her water. <laughs> but anyways. So, Catherine, sounds like everyone's kind of on your boyfriend's side, but is this a relationship-ending <sighs> argument? Probably not. Oh, no. No, definitely not. And that's fine. If he feels that way, like, moving forward, I can be conscious of that. Let and. Him. Uh, let him know. have one. I don't know. And next time, drag him out there. Yeah. Drag him right. out there. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. If I, if you're going to be mad about it, your ass is getting on the dance floor with me. I don't care how ridiculous you feel. I love doing this, and you're going to stand here beside me and do tell, it. <laughs> hey, tell your boyfriend I can teach him how to dance. I was voted best dancer in my high school. That's a practical joke. And it was a mostly African-American okay. high school, so just so you know. <laughs> I love how you always work that in there. Well, I'm just saying. I think that's kind of racist, <laughs> but that's okay. No, it's not. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> No, it's not. Even I if mean, it's positive, it's still kind of racist. I mean it with the utmost respect. It does sound racist, doesn't it? Oh, I'm going to start leaving that part out. All right, Catherine, I'm sorry. This came off the rails, but thank you so much for being a part of Am I Wrong? We appreciate it. Kelly and Wood. All right, I'm already being made fun of for the name that I came up for this one, Tough Tones. Kind of sucks, but that's fine. <laughs> but, all right, it's a work in progress. Anyway, Wood has some sounds here that he put aside for Brian Riley and I to identify. Mm-hmm. Now, these are of an electrical nature, you said. Correct. All right. Now, you will play the sound, and you will buzz in when you think you know it. So, Kelly, you will buzz in as what animal? Tiger. Okay. Brian, you will buzz in as what animal? Hawk. Okay, there we go. So, I have to do the tiger sound effect, though? Yeah, you have to roar like a tiger. Roar! There you go. All right. And what does a hawk sound like? Ah! Perfect. Oh, I don't know. All right, there we go. All right, can I get my first tone, please? Kelly. Ring doorbell. There it is. Yeah. I don't have one of those. That's not fair. Like, oh. I get that alert all the time when they drop off my mom's meals on wheels. Well, I know s- what that is. Sorry you're poor, Brian, but you're down one nothing. Oh, that's nice. All right. <laughs> Talk about insult to injury. I actually, I had to disable mine because it's all, it was picking up everything. Like your car drove by. <laughs> Dang, Dang it. it. But don't steal my stuff, please. Uh, the cell, our second one here. I have the hawk. Uh, NBC. That is correct. Yes. I was going to say the more you know, but that's not that one. No, that's a different one. That's not of an electrical nature. Watch your mouth. What do you I watch guess- your TV on, Kelly? Candle power. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's natural gas power. Got a little Seamus over there on a bicycle. <laughs> got a flame. Giving you the power. All right. All right. Tone number three. Oh, is that... Uh, I-, I need a... I- you're not ah! Thank you. <laughs> Is that the TiVo sound? Yes! Dang! Dude, I thought that was going to trick both y'all. I never had a TiVo, but I just remember... That was like fast forwarding, right? Yeah. Wasn't that? Can you even get a TiVo anymore? Why would you need one? I guess. I, you, well, that's a, so. All right, take you behind the curtain here a little bit. Like my, my uncle was one of like the first people in America to get a TiVo. Yeah. And TiVo used to offer like a lifetime subscription. <laughs> so some people still have it. Well, they bought. Those were like honestly got like when my TiVo busted. Yeah. It had a lifetime subscription on it. I was able to resell it on eBay for like 500 bucks. Seriously? Because people knew how to fix them and they were able to go back in and redo it. What is TiVo doing now? Like, could I buy a new TiVo? I think they still had the system. Just getting in the hole because everyone's like, like, oh, that was a bad idea. You should probably do it since you, you know, don't have cable. So I could use it like an old school VCR. Probably. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh, that actually. Take wow. tape a little of that buzzer network. Not only that, but you're up two one as well. <laughs> the what? Buzzer network. They show like uh, old like nineteen seventies game shows on there <laughs> that hold nothing to this game that we're currently doing. It's not as good as Tough Tones. But. Now this fourth one, I need you to be extremely specific because it was specific to one 
brand. Oh, gosh. You ready, Brian? Yeah. All right. Give it to us. Oh, I know. Yes. The Nokia ringtone. Yes. That was going to say it. Well, you didn't, I didn't hear a hawk. I know. I didn't, I didn't caw fast enough. Did anybody else hear a hawk? I certainly didn't. Now, the good news is Kelly is up 3-1, but this last one's worth three points. Yeah, that's oh, right. Dang. That's right. <laughs> Funny how it works that way. It's always kind of interesting how that goes. <laughs> if you wouldn't have pulled five sounds, it wouldn't be. So the final tone is this. Uh, no, that, that you're, you're making this up. There's no way you get this right. It's the, it's the tone of an airplane, like the no smoking sign goes on and the seating sign comes on. Correct! How? I, dude, I am a student of sound. Dude, I really am. Like, you just I, tune everybody out and listen to everything I else? I do. I, don't, I, must, I, I got something <laughs> wrong with me. I think, like, now I'm worried. Well, you do. I but. shouldn't have nailed all of those. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason I should have got all. You don't of even those. own a TiVo. That's the TiVo sound, right? <laughs> I am a student of sound, like the Rain Man of sound. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had more. I'd love to see how far I could keep going. Well, if we didn't kill, uh, would you say tough tones? <laughs> that was not. Is that it? What we play it once and now it's off the show already? I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was good. You did great. I know. That's why I liked it. We got misconnections on the way in just a couple of minutes. But uh, on the opposite end of that spectrum of misconnections about gross people trying to find love, mm-hmm. you remember yesterday we got this call, Wood. I got engaged over the holiday. And a lot of people do get engaged over Christmas, New Year's, mm-hmm. right? Well, this I thought this was interesting that they found that the worst day of the week to get married is on a Thursday. They said that when they did a percentage of divorces, 16% of divorces were from people getting married on Thursdays. Well, I mean, who the hell's getting married on like a Tuesday? Uh, people do it. Dude, I've DJed weddings every single day of the week. I've done Monday night weddings. All of them. First of all, all right, if you're getting married on Tuesday, A, congratulations. B, right. you don't care if anybody shows up then, right? 100%. Which That's like me, a fourth marriage. Right. Like, to me, to me, I'm like, well, that means you're more about the marriage than the wedding. You know what I'm saying? You're more about the being with your partner than you care about having the big party. Okay. But there's something about having that big party, though. But anyway, they said that uh, Thursday weddings are five times unluckier than Sunday weddings. I always hated DJing Sunday weddings. Sunday, a tough day, too. What are you doing? Because it just, like, no one drinks a lot, you know. And yeah. not, not that you have to drink at a wedding, but it does loosen people. It loosens up the joints. You know, get them on the dance floor when I drop that Bruno Mars on them. It's part of the party aspect of right. it. Right. Now, can I ask you a question? You, obviously, have been around a lot of weddings. And I, ref- I will not bore you with detail. But let me ask you a question. At what marriage do you stop throwing... If, like, you know somebody in your family, like, if you say you have a cousin, and they're getting married for a fourth time, you're not going, right? I'm going. I'm not bringing them any. For a fourth time? I'm not bringing anything. Are are they having a buffet or something? Like, do I get a little... First one, without a doubt, I'm there. Second one, yes, I'm there. Yes. Third one, I gotta really like you. Well, I don't even think I don't even think they a lot of people like I've DJed second weddings before. So right. some people some people go all out, especially sure. the, whatever the circumstances of the first wedding coming to an end was. Right. The first marriage, I should say. But I'm telling you, if you're getting married for a third time, <laughs> I really need to like you. You have to be in like an inner sanctum circle here to and, be a big f- to, for me to show up. And you're not getting a gift for me for that. Hell one. no. Like just combine the first two. I'm taking a picture of the first crap I gave you. <laughs> right. And giving that to you. The Remember, third I didn't want around. to give you this one. Either. The other one is worse is when they do it like over a holiday. Oh, don't ever do that oh to my your guests. Like Labor Day or Memorial Weekend. Like when you get an extended, like we don't get those days. Like we get to enjoy those every once in a while. Someone yeah. throws a wedding in there. No. No. But that, see, I'm kind of on not the going. I'm kind of on the flip side of that. Oh, you're crazy. Do we get like three nice days a year? Yeah. And if you get a if you your wedding happens to be on that, I would say can I go a step further? Don't have your wedding in the summer. No one wants to. No. Go, no one wants to leave their cabin and come to your marriage. Exact your opposite. Don't throw it during football season. I do not want to miss a football game to watch you and some schmo get up there and get married, <laughs> especially for a second time. Right. <laughs> oh, if it's during football season, I'm not showing up to the first one. <laughs> Damn near a third one. So when can you have a wedding then? April. Uh, we're we're thinking not because March is bet hoops. Right. So like April. April 18th is the only day you are allowed to get married now yeah. to, to have your guests full enjoyment. I think that's right. <laughs> Boy, we really got to the... So who, I can't remember the name of this girl who called yesterday. I got engaged over the holiday. We have set your date. It's April 18th if you want anybody to be happy to be there. Hey, my bestie got married on a Tuesday because her husband wanted to get married on 666. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Who was the band? Marilyn Manson? What, what did we drink afterward? Blood? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the nuptials. But hey, everyone has their own thing. Everybody has their own thing. I'm just giving you what they found on the odds that if it's a Thursday, you're five times more likely to get a divorce. Well, like a fourth marriage? I don't care. I'm not no. showing up to my brother's fourth marriage. No. No, you got to prove yeah, it. Clearly, it's not going to last. Like if you throw a fifth anniversary party with this one, maybe I'll show. If you get to a baker's dozen, I'll be there. Because I've never seen such a thing. <laughs> Punch card. <laughs> These people are looking yes. for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. It's Ooh. Misconnections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had love. Oh. But missed it, so we use 100,000 watts of broadcasting power to thrust these people back together. Now, this one, I had to clean up a little bit of the language. Thank you. It's female for male. Let's go. We rarely get these. It starts off with, you drive the poor car. Hmm? Not as in poor as in, like, quality of, like, or, you know. I was say, is this about me? It means poor as in poor person. Oh, right, right. I never, I normally would never post anything like this, but I'm kind of drunk, so what the blank? Boy, he's typed it up drunk. I'm looking for the tall, dark guy who drove the POS Honda <laughs> or some other kind of poor person car Jeez. that was at business name on Saturday. Wow. You she are must- fine AF. She must think you got a lot of money in the bank. Why do you drive such a crappy car? Question mark, question mark, LOL. I'm going to assume that you're able to make up for it in other ways. <laughs> Plus, my dad would hate it if you pulled up to their house in that car. L-O-L. Oh, yeah. Get back at me on this. I don't think this one's happening. She typed it up drunk. I bet bet if she's hearing this right now, this is news to her even. How many guys who drive crappy cars that were out on Saturday are like, all right. (laughs) Bingo. Here we go. I'm kind of tall. Steve, you're 5'8". Can I tell you? Can I tell you one of my most... You know, I always tell you I have those memories oh. <laughs> where I think back and I just absolutely hate myself for it. Mm-hmm. I got a crappy car story going to a girl's house. I was maybe 17 years old driving a 1986 Caprice Classic. Wow. That car was longer than a house. Mm-hmm. That's a boat. That was a boat. And it was about 20 years old. No, but about 15 years old at the time. One of those cars we have to go like halfway into the intersection to turn. <laughs> yes. Like when you turn it right, you have to make sure both lanes are clear. It beeped when you backed up. It was huge. Anyway. Yeah. So this girl lived in a super nice neighborhood and I had a crush on her, right? So I hop in the Caprice and drive out there. Mm-hmm. It's all Lexus, Range Rover, all that in her neighborhood. And I pull up in the Caprice Classic unannounced. In that donk. <laughs> I was like, is Kelly here? Mm-hmm. She was Kelly. Yes. Oh. I always thought that would be cool, right? Kelly Kelly, and Kelly. And I look back at that memory of what that Caprice Classic must have looked like sitting out in the street in that neighborhood. And I was showing up at a girl's house unannounced who didn't even want me there. I just happened to have a crush on her. And back then, you had to like look in the phone book to find out where they lived. Okay. That's, <laughs> this went from cute to sad to stalkerish with a quickness. So I know what it's like to drive a POS. <laughs> And try and hook up. Did dad answer the door? I don't remember. Oh. But I absolutely hate that memory. Like, oftentimes I look back on it and go, ah. Hey, you miss every shot you don't take, buddy. That's right. You never know. You could have swept her off your her feet if you didn't. <laughs> you never know. Woo. That's oh. a bad memory. Anyway, Wood, this ain't about that. Can I, can I, can I bring up a quick story on this? Please. My friend drove... Uh, a, a hoopty as well. Yeah. It was just like that. A gigantic car. Yeah. He spent the night at my house one night. Parked it out front. Right. Now, we lived in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Our neighbors called the cops because <laughs> they saw someone abandoned a piece of crap car in front of our house. I'm sure had I stayed at Kelly's house longer, the police would have shown up. And we had police show up at our house and knock on the door the next morning and said... Someone, uh, <laughs> someone okay. dumped that piece of crap car. My dad looked out no, <laughs> that's moron's car here. Here came my friend just walking out the door. <laughs> Thanks, coppers. Uh, so I know a little bit of how you felt. Yes. I had the secondhand embarrassment of him. It's those, yes. Us bringing the neighborhood family value down. It's those moments that build us, though, Wood. It is. And we'll see. Maybe you made a love connection here today. I don't know. Oh. 
If not, you'll have another one for us next week. I'll do my best. A little something we like to call Miss Connection. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Towner, North Dakota, population 479. Now, it was established in 1866, and it's one of the smallest towns we've ever saluted, covering only 589 acres. I bet you Mayor Rick Becker can check on his whole town by foot. And that's why, Towner, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, well, now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put up on the trashy scale. We're headed to Florida. Yes, Panama City, Florida to be exact. That's where we have a police officer who was handling a situation on the side of the road. That's dangerous. Heck yeah, it is. That's really dangerous. So the officer got out, popped on the lights, and went over and started working. That's when a car came flying up behind, rear-ended the police car, backed off, and drove off. That's why it's so dangerous. Now, that car was being driven by 59-year-old John Fleck. Well, as they obviously the officer called it in, other officers gave chase and were finally able to pull the car over miles down the road. When they stopped Fleck... They said, hey, dude, did you notice you hit that car? <laughs> That's when Fleck looked at the officer and said, me? That car hit me. That's into backed into him? Uh, apparently, <laughs> going down the road. Well, as you can imagine, uh, no, that's not how it happened. When they opened the door, Fleck undid his seatbelt and fell under the road. <laughs> now, was he maybe not concussed by the accident? No. He was stone cold drunk. When he stood up, he began yelling that the lights on the back of the police car distracted him. Oh, that's a good defense. Can you believe, uh, yeah, his story was changing there. Well, believe it or not, he was charged with a DUI, property damage, and leaving the scene of an accident. Also, other things, including not having insurance and report failure to report a crash. Golly, that is scary, man. That's not good, man. No, let's give that one a score, shall we? That's why, man, you, be careful, though. Yeah. Those police officers, man, that's no you joke. See, you see those videos all the time, especially in bad weather, like mm-hmm. when it's icy out. Oh, man, that's got to be scary. Uh, that's why they don't want you on the road, Wood, trying to pull people out of ditches and such. I'm saving lives. <laughs> all right, let's give it a score, shall we? Come on. Uh, rear-ending the back of a police car is trashy. Oh, yeah. That's 175 points trashy. Now, it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Driving away, that's 150 points trashy. Mm-hmm. Saying that car hit me, that's 200 points trashy. Oh, yeah. Uh, saying that the lights distracted you, 150 points. Come on. He was drunk. That's 75. Mm-hmm. What else am I missing here, Wood? Uh, did you give him some points for falling out of the car, right? Uh, I did not. Uh, let's see. We'll give him, I'm going to give him another 200 points for that's falling out of the car. Because that score is way too low for this moron. All right. I have it now. Are you ready, Wood? We Come got on. our score for the trash flash today. Our gentleman, distracted by the police light, saying they backed into him, earns himself a whopping... 950 points. Trash. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. As a matter of fact, I'll even let you guess who wrote these. Here is the first famous jingle. These are all written by the same person. These are all songs we know. Like a good neighbor. For some reason, it's only coming out of one side for me. All right, mm. so you heard that one. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yep. How about this one? You remember this one? I am stuck on Band-Aid Brown because Band-Aid stuck on me. Yeah, I am stuck on Band-Aid Brown because Jerome don't stick on me. Well, Catchy one, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a little bit older one. This is uh, an old McDonald's ad. by the same person and you guys all know this person you want to take a guess who it was would you want to guess bob dylan no oh brian riley bruce springsteen no but maybe an artist of that same caliber all of those jingles were written by barry manilow huh 
All right. Really? <laughs> Clearly. No, no, no. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, yeah. All those hmm. all of those jingles are written by Barry Manilow, and I guess that he wrote... Kristen texted that in. Oh, she, she did? She right. She knew it. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Kristen. But yeah, so Barry Manilow wrote all of those, uh, among others, but those are some of the biggest ones that he wrote. How? I, I guess if you kind of just write music, I guess you kind of just know. Have like, like an ear for like it? Like you know what's catchy and what's not, you know, and what people are going to... Because we've all found ourselves singing that, you know, right. all, all of those. Like, what was another one I used to sing all the time? Like the Flintstones Vitamins one. I don't remember that one. That's got a jingle? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I can't remember it. <laughs> or how about Toys R Us? I don't want right. to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Like, all those songs were so catchy back in the day. So maybe if you just have a good ear for music, you kind of know what's an earworm and what's going to get stuck in people's heads. I wonder how much money he made. I- I'm betting he made more Dude, than you'd think. Making a making a commercial jingle? Because like, don't they still use that jingle for State Farm? Band-Aid, I don't know what their jingle is anymore. I don't but. think Band-Aids have a commercial. I think the Band-Aids have kind of stood on their... <laughs> You know, (laughs) it's a once in a lifetime purchase. They're not making new cuts, guys. We need to save the money. But yeah, what's up? Uh, It says that Barry Manilow made $500 for writing a couple of jingles. Dude. 500 bucks. It should have been 500 every time it played. The State Farm jingle specifically, $500. Now, seriously. Did someone, was someone screwing me? Did Justin Timberlake come up with the ba-da-ba-ba-ba? I, I heard that too. I heard that, that Justin Timberlake came up with that. Yeah, but I don't know if that's one of those Barry Manilow wrote the Band Aid song too thing. That's funny though. Like, all right, I got it for you guys. Ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, there's your jingle. <laughs> Dances out. <laughs> Who the Jackson? hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> the white Michael Jackson. No, no, but it's gold. <laughs> you see that one? Did Justin Timberlake write it? Yeah, it says "I'm loving it." Is a song by an American singer, Justin Timberlake. The song, originally written as a jingle for the American fast food chain McDonald's, was produced by Neptunes and is credited for being written Neptunes? by Pharrell. Yeah, that's Pharrell. Pharrell credited. Holy cow! And then he spits in their face by wearing that Arby's hat all the time. (laughs) That's disrespectful. (laughs) Maybe because they didn't pay him enough. I'll show that guy. Oh, man, that's a good one. (laughs) Pulls that hat out. Well, maybe you didn't find this. <laughs> Dude, that was good. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did, though. That was Today's was solid. I found the additional information even more interesting. Man. And you know what? If you didn't find it interesting, good news is I'll have another one for you tomorrow. <laughs> and I don't care if you like it, because I'm willing to stand here and say right to your face that sometimes with these... <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We talked a little bit today about uh, snow blowing your neighbor's driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also talked about Wood's Rescue Service. Yes. And uh, what else did we talk? Oh, Legos. Legos. Absolutely. My fingers still hurt. Right. Uh, you'll get it all right now. This is our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I deserve that. Thank I deserve, you. I deserve <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. I'm telling you. Try the veal. You know, getting booed is rough. We've talked about that We've before. We've talked about this before. I saw the yesterday. In, we're not a political show. I get all that. Yeah, no. Do you remember the presidential uh, election? John Kerry was running. Is this the... Somebody applaud, please. Or no, was, no, uh, that was Jeb Bush. Oh, that's right. I was like, who is it? It was like, he said something and no one did anything. He's like, somebody clap, please. Please, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Trying to get the soundbite for the evening news, but um, uh, it was uh, John Kerry, and he was campaigning in Michigan. Yeah, and he started talking about how great Ohio State was. Oh, that's right. And the crowd was like super cool. And it took one person in that crowd, and one person was like, Boo! <laughs> and it hit him like an avalanche. <laughs> Everyone just started, and like. All it takes is one. It takes one person to have courage. And it just goes to show, like, obviously those people were showing up to support him, right? I mean, like, it was a presidential rally, campaign, whatever it was. And he said one wrong thing. Boo! (laughs) I saw the most vicious booing of my entire life. There was a group called NB Riders, and I'm just going to play a quick clip, uh, just so I can put some context on this. All right. They had this song. I would give my life for you. Well, this was like this was popular when I was working across the hall. Okay, on the hip on the top forty station. So we we played this song anyway. So we had them at our radio station in Austin, and they get up on stage and they're like, "What's up, San Antonio?" <laughs> and you know, like t- that Texas pride, they don't they they don't even want you to know in the wrong zip code, man. Like you better not get the wrong city. And it was a vicious booing. 
I thought they were going to walk off stage. <laughs> like, I thought they were going to be in breach of contract. It was such a... Vi- You're talking about a hip-hop audience. Yeah. You got this soft group coming out, and then they say the wrong city. That was vicious. I don't understand why any band would do that stuff. No, or write it on your hand. But that could even go wrong, too. Though. As I know. I'd just be like, what's up, party people? Yeah, right? That's universal. Right. Like, I'm a party person. Heck yeah. Welcome, NB Riders. I love this crowd. <laughs> Can't even say guys or girls anymore. You'll get canceled. <laughs> it's you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Oh, crap. Play me off. <laughs> I ain't getting my life for you. <laughs> and your music sucks. Yeah. Anyway. But that's, that's the thrill of performing live, I guess. That's you know? Being said, yeah. Uh, but shout out to my neighbor, though, yesterday. I've never once talked to this guy. We just wave at each other when we're getting our boats out of the garage. Like, Jeez. hey, we're doing the same. It's, it's the Minnesota way. Come on, man. I know people that have lived next to people for 30 years and have had three conversations with them. I know all my neighbors. Okay, well, great. You're a better person than everybody else would. How does that feel? Yeah, feels about right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, so, but this, you know that kind of rickety uh, mailbox setup that I have going because someone plowed into our mailbox? You mean your two by one lean to that you made? <laughs> I didn't make it. But this, this neighbor's. Plaster of Paris. <laughs> but I got home yesterday and I saw someone snow blowing the hump. And I was like, oh, who is that even? Like, I don't even know. And it was my neighbor who I never even talked to. And I kept trying to, like, wave to thank him, you know? Mm-hmm. And he would, like, never look up at me. So it was, just, it was a super awkward, like, all right, he's looking, he's looking. Hey, hey. Thank- oh, oh, man, he, just, he didn't see it. I think he's like, this Jaguar uh, won't even wave. But it was one of the most beautiful days ever because I was in a bad mood because I, I was driving a loner car. So I was just nervous as hell driving home, you know, because that my luck, I'm going to plow into something in a loner car. You're in a loner car, man. If anything, Thing you should be driving with free abandon. No, because it's it, okay. Fine, so it's covered by insurance. It's not like it's just this easy process. Eh. You know, try, from a guy who's wrecked many cars, would it's it's a it's a cumbersome process. Can I tell you once? I have no. I forget where we were, but I was with my uncle one time. My uncle did a ton of traveling, and so he has like a gajillion, like whatever miles with rental cars and right, everything. Right. And I remember we went and we picked up a rental car. And he said to me, he's like, this thing kind of sucks, doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it kind of does. And he's like, I'm going to return it. And we were, like, we were maybe three minutes out of the airport. Yeah. And somehow we got turned around. And if you've ever paid any attention, you never go the wrong way in those rental car places because they're all laid with those spike strips. Right. So no one steals the cars, right? Sure enough, my uncle just goes blasting through the wrong way, <laughs> popped all four tires, Jumps out, throws the keys at the guy, goes, hey, I need a new car. <laughs> I am I am sitting there aghast. Right. I, 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 Gobsmacked. I, I, I'm, on the, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, we're on the hook for all this? Right. And the guy looks at my uncle and runs off and brings him up. I'm like, Uncle Todd, what are we doing here? And Uncle Todd says, screw it. It's a rental. It's not my car. See, I have the exact okay. I have the exact opposite when I rent a car or when I have a loaner car because the garage that I took my car to, it's not like a huge chain or anything like that. Yeah. And they were nice enough to give me a nice Buick rental or loaner car. Well, that's different then. So it was super nice, but I treat it with more respect than my own car. I because I'm like this is not mine. This is a this is a bit now maybe if it was like a big rental car company you know them replacing a car is like what mm, you know they probably a rounding like, error <laughs> exactly but this is a small garage and so I was like I'm gonna take very good care of this car okay then I I respect that Lisa texts in why is Kelly driving a loaner car did he hit another deer no so right before the holidays my wife goes out to start the Volkswagen Tiguan that we bought Mister Kelly I start the car why do we buy Volkswagen <laughs> no why can't we buy a Mexican brand <laughs> Which what brand is that? <laughs> Why did we buy an El Dorado? <laughs> did you buy Tiguan because he sounds Mexican, Yelly? Anyway. Spanish, Yelly. <laughs> so my wife goes out to start the car and it's dead. I assume it's the battery because it was 20 below zero. I bought this car from a shady car lot. I'm like, well, the battery is probably toast. Hmm. I'll go buy a new battery. So me and my, I take it to the heated garage where my brother is. And we're standing there talking, having a couple of beers. And... The fan comes on for the radiator 20 minutes after I got there. I was like, well, I can't figure this problem out. This is way. Anyway, that's why my car was in the shop. They couldn't even figure out what was wrong with it. I bet your battery just froze. So now I'm worried that my family shall be stranded somewhere 
because the fan, the the radiator blower, because he's, ugh, I'm getting way too deep. This is not, no, hot, you're not. This is not car talk. Hot car talk. Hot talk. Are you ready? Hot and, car. But on those Volkswagens, there's a thing where the fan does come on after the car has ran for a while because it keeps circulating the coolant. Yeah. So it can cool it evenly. I don't know, man. I'm way out of my depth here. I'm about to say that even sounded wrong. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's I'd why I was driving you. a loner. I want to get like tow ropes and just drive around and start trying to tow people out of ditches. You said this yesterday. Yes. But you would do one and you would be done. I don't think so. Because it would be so much work. You'd be like, that sucked. I'm done. Maybe if like I did it and then they just drove off and didn't thank me. It's not like you just I, drive behind them and spin them out again. Right. You don't just show up, lasso the car and yank it out of the no. snow. Like you got to get a shovel out. You know, you got to. Right. It, you you got to get down on the ground up underneath the car. You got to get to the frame and stuff. Now. I go back to my dad used to tell me. You would do it once. My dad used to do this in his old Wagoneer. And when he told me to do this, I thought, how virtual. You know, like, just yeah. what, 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 what a great human being. Well, then years later, I found out it was him and his buddies riding around crushing Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was just an excuse for them to get out of the house <laughs> and me. go drink hot toddies and pull people out of ditches. I mean, they were still doing it and they had a DD. But all the guys were getting loaded, right, and yanking it out. That seems like a now hell that of a sounds time. fun. I'd, if you let me drink, I'll come with you. <laughs> Kelly passed out in the bed of the trunk. <laughs> but no, I uh, one time I was driving to a wedding, and I can't. It was at some hunting lodge in northern Minnesota. I can't remember the name of it right now. And I pulled over to use my GPS, and I couldn't tell that the way the snowplow had gone. I was actually pulling into the ditch, Ooh. and a guy did that, and I felt so bad. Like he pulled over. I was in my suit to DJ a wedding, and he's like crawling on the salty ground, like getting up underneath my car. See? Taking his time out of his day, and it wasn't quick. It took like probably 15, 20 minutes to get me out of the ditch. And this guy just gave up his time, and I, I wish I could have thanked him. I mean, I thanked him on site. I was about to say, what else? Would you just jump in your car and I drove wish, off? I wish I could have given him like a 20 or something. Like, here, go you know, go have a beer on me. Thank you. Well, maybe he was just riding around being nice. Could be. Yeah. And that's that, that's that Minnesota spirit, you know? Like, he doesn't want any thank you, doesn't want any attention, it's just the doing Midwest. something. It is. It honestly truly is. I'm telling you, like, you hear about stuff like in the South, like the, you know, that kindness and everything. It's just different in the Midwest. Right. It is. It's a, it's a, um, I don't know. It's almost like a cold kindness, if I can say that. Well, that we're all looking out for each other, right? They they don't want to be your friend. They don't want, but they will help you out if you're in a bind. Men, if you are driving, I know the snow has stopped in some areas. Some areas it hasn't. So just still continue to be careful, man. I I hit some spots this morning that were a little bit dicey on my drive in. So uh, I was just talking about how I've wanted to go, maybe go around and help pull people out as like a just a good Samaritan. Why not? I got the I got the powerful truck. To which I say you would do it once and never do it again. Aaron texted and says, hey, we've, be careful if you pull somebody out of the ditch, make sure they hook up their own vehicle. That way, when you rip it in half, <laughs> it's their problem, not yours. That makes sense. What do you do? Just back up and just drive off with their <laughs> car ripped into? And he says, also be careful. You can get a ticket for it from a cop. I guess if you're obstructing traffic, maybe. Like when that dude had to pull me out of the ditch when I pulled over to check my GPS. Yeah. Like he was he was parked across the road blocking traffic. So I guess that could be a ticket. I don't know. But were you just supposed to let those people? Because I saw some people, <clears throat> excuse me, that were putting up that they were like abandoning their cars because they were being told by like some tow companies like, hey, we can't get to you for like 12 hours. See you later. You know, you got to go get, make sure you get somewhere warm and then we'll get to you when we can type right. deal. And so I know maybe it's a fact of you don't know what you're doing type thing, but I don't think you you'd get a ticket for that. I guess, and that is true because some some jerk you would pull their car out, wreck it, and then they'd be like, "Well, now I'm suing you, even though you were trying to help me." In today's world, probably. Did, I mean, it's even, almost like when you when have you ever had like somebody come and run up and start start washing your windshield? Yeah. Like, hey, I don't want that. No, but I turn the windshield wipers on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, when I lived in Austin, there was homeless people every time you pulled up at a stoplight or a red or a stop sign or whatever. Yeah. And then they'd always come out with a newspaper. It's like, yeah, that's not really it's not really doing the trick. You know Well, no, actually newspaper's better to wash glass than not this paper newspaper towels. that they also used as a bed sheet the night before. Don't you dare. I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm I see just your saying. Points. And it's a quality point. Right. And they probably use it as toilet paper at some point oh, too. Now, it's universal. So maybe there is that aspect of it, but I can't believe you'd get a ticket. So and, I and, did. I, and I'm not questioning Aaron. Aaron's trying to lead me on the the, the path of the righteous here, <laughs> the straight and narrow. So what else is going but now on? Now I feel bad. Like I, that bums me out that I couldn't be a good Samaritan. You wouldn't do it anyway. What? Listen, uh, kudos on the thought. You know what? But that's as far as you would get with it. 
the hell with you. I'm going to do it now. All right. I'm going to go pull in the ditch then. I'm gonna Come go get wa- me. I'm going to put all my warm stuff on. I'm going to go get it. Knowing me, I'll put all my warm stuff on. i be like, oh, now I got to pee. <laughs> right. And then your Raynaud syndrome would kick in. You'd be like, <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> I know. I live with it every day. You would crawl up underneath the car and get vertigo. Raising awareness. Actually, I looked down yesterday. I'm like, my toe was purple. I was like, I don't think that's good. Gout. Nah, the Are gout's... What's that? has been at bay. What's that problem you had with your heel? That was one I had never heard Bursitis. of. Bursitis. Bursitis. That was a tough one. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Hey, look. You've, you've doc, we've all documented the fact that you want to be a good citizen, but we'd all be more comfortable if you stayed in the house because you're going to be part of the problem. Because they're going to be like, we need an ambulance. Someone crawled up underneath the car, got vertigo, and now they can't get out. And now it's blocking traffic. Just <laughs> <laughs> send a cop, give him a ticket. <laughs> Someone just underneath, help! <laughs> Kelly was right! But look, you know how you can be a good citizen? Samaritan? Snow blow your neighbor's driveway when they're not around. I could do that. Right, that's to me. That's way better than pulling me out of a ditch. Yeah, I get I'll, it. I'll leave that to the professionals. I'd, I'd be upset if I saw you show up. I tell you what, my hump though at the bottom, the the base, the north wall, as I'm calling it. Yeah, it's it's over Everett's head. That's crazy, right? It I haven't is. seen snowfall like this. I don't think since I moved back to the Midwest. I don't think I've seen snow like this. It's because it is. My son was out building a snow fort yesterday, and it was a good. I could crawl in it. Yeah, my my son. We we built one a while back, and it has stayed up there. You know, we spray painted the walls a couple times. Oh, nice. Go Bucks. Little, oh, okay. you know, <laughs> little graffiti on the inside. I have to keep it know? gangsta. But you know, it is. It has been a thick one. But I, we also did a little inside thing yesterday. Okay. My grand, uh, my 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 wife's dad got my son this gigantic Lego thing for Christmas. Awesome. No. I couldn't be cheap. You're killing me, man. You're, you're killing me. Because I know every time that every he wants to do Legos, he'll get like to step 41. He's done six of the previous steps wrong. Oh, I hate that. And then he comes to dad. Yeah. And he dumps it in my lap and says, hey, this thing's a piece of crap. Then you got to back it down. I do. Then I have to un... So yesterday we just sat down and it hurt my fingers so much. These small pieces. Now I give Lego credit. They come with a little tool now, though. Like There's little, part of that a little yeah. leverage tool to get it off. But man, there are so many pieces. And how many times I'm like, well, I don't know how the hell this is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden it comes together. <laughs> I, I tell you, it's nothing. Not to get all you know. In my day, yeah. In my day, we built a castle, tore it down. We knocked it down. Yeah. That was the end of Legos. <laughs> on to the next toy. Yeah, we just had an ice cream bucket of Legos. There was no theme to it. The theme was cabin or castle. Right. That's it. This this thing I built yesterday had a drive shaft. Yeah, right. It had suspension in the back end for the Jeep. You maybe had a window if you were one of the rich kids. And I'm telling you, I was like, holy cow. I mean, it was cool because, you know, they kind of learned things. But then, you know, three minutes later, I look over. Murphy's got a Lego in her mouth. Yeah. You know, and the Lego, I've been looking for it for five minutes. <laughs> I sent Everett to his room. Over, I said, over Legos? No, no, no. I right, listen. Dude, let the kid have some fun once in a while. Well, look, we get down to it. We're missing a part. And I said, how are we missing a part? Because we drop parts every three seconds. Go to your room. No. And I said, <laughs> all right, go to your room and look for this part. Right? Yeah. Five minutes later, I'm trying to destroy another Lego creation we've had looking for this one part we need that's apparently crucial to the structure of it. Yes. Ever comes running up. He's like, I got nothing. <laughs> Ah, fine. I five more minutes. I'm tearing this thing apart. I look down, and in my child's tiny hand is this part. I look. Hey, doofus! What is this? And he goes, "Oh, that's where it is." <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You want to talk about rage? That but was rage. I'm sure. After all that time. Now, here's the thing. Because of my son, my son is on the autism spectrum. And one of those things it gives them is a hyper focus. Mm-hmm. So when that kid sits down with a Lego set, we don't even like getting them for him because what, what some of them are like $60, $70. Yeah. He knocks them out in a night. It's like, <sighs> well, there's, set. and then he never touches it again. He just wants to build it. But he, he's, boy, that kid on Legos is something else, man. See, Everest, the, the, the opposite. I even told him like six times yesterday because we built this nice Jeep. I said, I swear to you, son. <laughs> Because we built like this nice McLaren. He smashed it into a wall 15 minutes later. <laughs> but that's I the told fun him, I said, part. Son, if you just... No, it's not fun. Because it takes a doctorate to put this thing back together. <laughs> I said, if you smash this thing, God help me. The next thing I'm going to hear smashing is your bones. I was like, don't do that. So it made it through the night. Uh, and that I count that as a win. I actually checked it this morning on my way I was going to say, can we put something in Prediction Corner? 
when you get home from work, that thing will be destroyed. Oh, without a doubt. And not even just like a wheel fell off. Like it won't even resemble a Jeep anymore. Oh, yeah. The front fender's going to be gone. <laughs> right. And, and no one's going to know. You're going to have to pull it out of the ditch. I'll look over and there's Murphy with a piece in her mouth. We are. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> and I don't know what it is with kids. I, I My kids are going through a phase where they're putting everything in their mouth, like coins and stuff. Really? Yeah. I think that's that like a baby thing. No. When I was older, I swallowed probably about a 78 cents and change. Why? And only one of those was a quarter. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe something in our genealogy something or what. Something in the wood DNA. You got to go. You got to check that family tree, man. Hey, my mom was super worried the first time I swallowed a dime. Once we got down the line, she was like, look. Well, because don't, don't you have to... My kids have, got, thank God, never done this, as far as I know. Yeah. Like, don't you have to chop up the poop to make sure it comes out? And I'm not trying to be nasty, but no. isn't that what you have to do? Because, yeah, because, like, well, if it gets stuck in your intestines and all of a sudden you have copper poisoning or right. something, nickel yeah. plating, I have not. <laughs> right. But again, once you get past the first one... Nice little chrome intestine. We're just going to assume it made its way out and <laughs> right. live our life. Here's a glass of Metamucil. Good luck. Maybe that's why I have Raynaud syndrome. That penny in there is just ruining me from the inside. <laughs> like we, Superman's kryptonite. Should we do some history, my friend? Fine. Oh, that's a good one. We'll add that one to the... That's better than yesterday's Christmas one. Yeah, I like this one. So you're, 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 you're putting new ones in. Well, because I someone deleted all my old ones. What the hell is that about? I, you know what it is. We leave, dude, and everybody wants to take us down. Comes in here, starts fiddling things. Keep your friends close and your enemies close. Hitting buttons. But I like this one. What do you think? Right. I'll never give it another thought after this moment. I know. You, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care what I do. It's all about Wooden is Renaud syndrome and brutalitis. <laughs> Don't all forget right. Vertigo. Raising awareness. <laughs> I, how could I forget Vertigo? <laughs> Every morning I have to hear about it. Uh, it was on this day in 1914 that Henry Ford started the minimum wage. I think so. Yes, indeed. If the young man makes a bit mind to work, there's no limit to what he can do. That is a great quality sound say, clip. Maybe should have paid minimum wage to the guy recorded. Well, dude, this is like 1914. I, I was surprised I could even find a recording of Henry Ford. This is what his voice sounded like. I think so. Yes, indeed. If the young man makes a bit mind to work, there's no limit to what he can do. But that sounds good, exactly like everyone else from that era. That's a good message, though. You hear what he said? No. If a young man makes up his mind to work, there's not a... Wait, what is he <laughs> Hold on, what did he say? Uh, oh, Christ. Here, let me clean up the audio. Yes. Now, just get in the right mindset. You're listening to a 1914 radio. I think so. Yes, indeed. If a young man makes up his mind to work, there's no limit to what he can do. If a young man makes up his mind to work, there's no limit to what he can do. That's a good message. All right. Anyway. Anyway, it was on you this... You gals, too. Don't, don't let <laughs> like Kelly... Well, it was 1914. <laughs> Don't let Kelly hold you down. <laughs> it was 1914. All right, uh, in 1999, and I just learned something about this, and I thought, hey, speaking of w- women conquering it all, mm-hmm. here we go. Shania Twain was nominated for a Grammy for this song, and she said she was terrified to put this song out because she was known for like all these party kind of you know girl power songs, all this kind of stuff, and she was like, this was just not what people were used to. And this is a massive, this is a massive hit. Can I ask a larger question when it comes to music? Sure. Because we do seem to get so many slow country songs. Yeah. I think they just fit, I think they fit what uh, country listeners want to hear. Is it? I, I think so, because you, you don't get a lot of love songs on pop radio anymore, but I think country people are deeper thinkers, so they like a good love song. I mean, maybe, but man, I could really go for some upbeat Fun country. And with Florida right. Georgia Line breaking up, I mean, Tyler Harper's put out some good stuff. Right. Who's going to be that party group? That's a good question, man. It seems party like a... artist. Uh, Heads Carolina. Uh, what's his name? Jack, uh, uh, Jack Crane. Uh, George the guy. <laughs> Jack, Jack Crane. <laughs> well, okay, don't do this, because then people are like, oh, he doesn't know country music. Uh, was it Cole Swindell? No, uh, yes, Cole Swindell. He's not, <laughs> wait, he's not the one who does that song. No, I always think it's Cole Swindell, and it's uh, the other Josh- guy. Not Josh Turner. <laughs> Boy, this is just a... I swear we know country music. It's just there's so many songs rattling around in my head. Mm. And I've bathed my brain in alcohol for years, so I just don't remember so good. You're not even going to look it up? Oh, oh, sorry. Here, I'll get on it here. I just saw a text. With Nate, Jack just texted, I drank gas when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he doesn't know. Uh, oh, that's Jody Messina. Yeah, huh? Jody Messina. No, I'm the, the, there you go. the dude who redid it. Why can't I think of his name? <laughs> Dude, help me. 
my career is going up in flames and you're just sitting there laughing. Uh, hold on. Uh, I actually got confronted one time by our sales manager who was like, if you don't know the name of a country song, people aren't going to trust you know country music. Well, I was like, good grief. I'm not allowed to have a brain fart. Yeah, it's Cole Swindell. She had me in head scare. Okay, my bad. I knew you didn't know anything. Yeah, people are texting in. Yeah, it's cold. Lisa, okay, cold. I'm sorry, everybody. And Jack, what the hell are you drinking gas as a kid for? <laughs> yeah, we need more details on yeah. that. Uh, on this day in 1971, the Harlem Globetrotters lose to the New Jersey Reds 100-99, to ending their 2,495-game win streak. Mm. That's a hell of a streak. I wonder what happened at that game where they lost. I, it's weird. Because the other team is supposed to throw the game, right? Well, they're not. I mean, they're supposed to try as hard as they can, but they're not as, obviously, talented as the Globetrotters. Right. Now, when the Globetrotters came here a couple years ago, yeah. they got a radio DJ that we were working with at the time to go be a part of it. Yeah. And, like, they brought him out. And remember how we were talking about booing about 20 minutes ago? Yeah. He missed four layups. And the crowd booed him. Do I know who this is? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan West. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. I do know who that is. And uh, he's a super nice guy, but I felt so bad for him because the crowd <laughs> turned on him in a hurry. But so I, you get, bring your game. If you got little kids and you you want to have a blast, go to a Harlem Globetrotters game. Oh, it's so fun. My friend is a uh, traveling DJ for them. Cool. Like He gets the crowd hyped up before the games. He gets paid a ton of money to do that, too. Travel the world. Mm. Always winning. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick, shall we? Come on. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Marilyn Manson. It's his birthday today. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Like, you really look at, like, little Nas X. Yeah. He's doing the exact same thing that Marilyn Manson did in the 90s. It's got to be tough to create that character, though. And then you have to be that. Marilyn Manson is a, I think, a scuzzball. He got caught up in the Me Too stuff. Oh, did he? I don't remember Some that. really nasty allegations. He's actually a Mensa member, though. That's what I heard, but I thought that was the same rumor as he was, uh, what's his name, from the Wonder Years? That he was Paul from the Wonder Years. You don't remember that rumor? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's what people said. I can't even imagine that, but uh, he's up there. I, he's going to be like 52. Ah, you're close. Uh, you're not close enough. He's 54 today. How much do you think he's dropping a month on mascara? A lot. Because he goes around his whole head. Yeah. He forms like an eye band. And he's like, golly. You, but I'm just saying, like, to, like, oh, I just want to run to 7-Eleven. And he's like, oh, get the makeup out, and let's. I need a leather strap across my nipples. <laughs> hey, Marilyn. <laughs> hey. It's like Prince. I always thought that about Prince. Like, Prince to go out and be like, ah, all right, I get the high heel boots on. I need my figure skating outfit. The difference is Prince probably was wearing that anyways. <laughs> just rolled out of bed. <laughs> uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. Tell me something good. Bradley Cooper, it's his birthday today. Where's he been? It's a good question. I don't know what happened. I mean, I think he's been performing on Broadway, actually. Really? Yeah. Now, of course, he's still part of like, the Marvel stuff with Rocket and the Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's not like he's struggling for work, but uh, 49? Uh, oh, boy, I would. Oh, wait. Hey! <laughs> he is the ripe old age of 48 today. Dang. So, Dude looks pretty good for 48. He does. He does at that. And, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well.